0: You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. Day after Labor Day feels like back-to-school time for me. Feels like fall. Um, Whether you have children or not, I always feel like back-to-school, unless you are homeschooled. And even then, right, because you're still starting. Um the day after Labor Day always feels like fall has arrived, even if it's ninety degrees. Um when I was younger, we wouldn't you know, I feel like these kids today these kids today, uh get clothes all year long. You know, when I was a kid and I feel like I should say like i walked uphill to school both ways, right? But when I was a kid we got back to school clothes and then maybe something at the holidays or our birthday. And so I could never wait to wear my new clothes. Like I wanted to wear them as soon as I had them, but I bought clothes for fall and winter. So I remember going to school one time in like, I feel it was corduroys and a sweater and it had to be 85, 90 degrees. So recognizing that it can still be really warm, it feels like autumn. I think it's called the meteorological fall. Like when you move into September, October, November, even though we still have like three weeks left of summer. So that said, I just want to welcome you to fall. And I know for a lot of you, it's like not, not your joy. <laughs> not your joy to move away from days at the beach, long days with lots of light, um, all of those things. I'm not really a summer girl. I was recently looking at photographs of people who live at the beach. They live there all year long. It was just one particular family. And I was looking at um, one of the kids who just graduated high school and she had her prom pictures on the dock and all that stuff. And I was wondering how that lifestyle affects who she is as a person. Like for sure, if you live in a city, you're more of a city person. And I live in the woods. Um, I was raised on Long Island, but moved here in fifth grade. I had a horse. So I was always sort of in the woods. And I, I feel that It it shaped me in some way, I'm not really sure how. I'm wondering how being at the beach shapes you, like if it makes you a certain type of person and what that looks like. Summer is for those people, for the people who love the beach, want to go to the beach, who have the dream vacation of being at the beach. My dream vacation is being at home. (laughs) No, it's being in the woods with horses, like I'm going in November to Bovina, New York, which is in the Catskills. It's a dream for me there. I love being in the woods. I love being around animals. I love farm stands and all of those things. I don't love extreme cold, but the way the weather shifts into the fall feels really nice to me. And it feels like a great time to alchemize everything I've learned the first, you know, eight months of the year. The winter. the the period of the time that the earth is very, you know, non-fertile, stuff comes up and it just sort of sits. And then in the spring, I feel like as things had come up, they continue to rise into the rebirth phase and they start to really expand and there's new light brought to thoughts and energy and actions and relationships and jobs. And then summer's this time for freedom, so it's like this very expansive time. If, if, if summer were a breath, it'd be the ex- most expanded part of the breath. Fully raised belly and heart. And then I feel that autumn is almost like the beginning of the exhale. And what I love about it is we're turning in, but we still have open windows, right? So the windows are open, but the fire's on. We're going outside, we're still able to go outside, but we're wearing sweaters or, you know, depending on where you live. But so, in terms of my practice, in terms of my life, it feels like productivity time is back, everybody's back to a schedule, Um, everything's moving back into functioning, right? Because the summer can be very relaxed and maybe not so functional. So, this. September I have a lot of training with my teacher David Elliott. I have two weekends, Um, one of them is in Brooklyn and then it's followed by a private with him and then a private group with him. Two weeks later I'm in LA doing more training with him and I'm doing a, a circle with my friend Krista. But it's very productive. And then after that productive month of September, it's like we go, back to, we go back to the calendar, back to what are we doing, back, back, back. And then October comes in and we're settling back into life, moving toward the turning in of November, December, January, February. So um, yeah, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm not excited for 35, 40. Oh, no, I am. 40, 35, 40 is fine. Anything under that. I'm talking about Fahrenheit. too cold for me. I don't love the snow, maybe the first snow, snow around the holidays into January and then I'm done. Um, But I do like the darkening and the opportunity to really be internal, really be quiet, have a lot of peace and a lot of, you know, a lot of (laughs) non-movement. So with that, I just want to share quickly that this Thursday, my yoga nidra teacher, Scott Moore, he did my yoga nidra training, is here. He'll be—he's here now. He'll be here with me on Thursday night to do a breath work with yoga nidra workshop, finding your joy. So, I'm gonna facilitate the breath work, and then he's gonna move into the yoga nidra. So, yoga nidra is a practice of keeping the body still, and the mind follows the voice. So you don't have to worry about clearing your mind or having a mantra. You just have to listen. And as you listen, your body goes into this very deep state of rest. It's a beautiful way to kick off the entrance into autumn. And uh, if you guys ever want to check out Yoga Nidra more than just that workshop, definitely try it. I have uh, recordings that you can do at home that are free, and you can just reach out to me and I'll get them to you. It's a great practice to start in September. So, September's like the second new year for me, right? Like, sub- you have January 1st, which is the new year, but September's like your second opportunity to reinvent yourself. So, reinvent yourself by just slowing down and receiving a little bit more. And of course, breathwork really clears and makes space. So, um, I take September as an opportunity to really hit the ground running. And then October, I just allow it to all flow. Everything that I set up starts to flow. And then in November with the upcoming holidays and all the excitement of that, the rush followed by the, the absence, right? So December, whatever holiday you celebrate, they're usually in December, there's the rush to the holiday. And then January is like the absence of rush. And it's like it's like the day after the wedding. You plan the wedding for so long, and then you're like, now what? <laughs> My son's birthday's in January, so I definitely hold through that time. So I have a little more of an extension. But um, it's a great thing to do in September. Um, a, sorry, a great thing to do in September is prepare. Prepare emotionally, prepare physically. I also start drinking dynamite cider buy wooden spoons. Um, and I start to, you know, really boost the, my immune system in as many ways as I can figure. But um, I'm inviting you to welcome this time. Whether you're a summer person or you've been waiting for pumpkin spice, everything for four months or six months or whatever it was, I invite you to open to. The change, open to the new season, open to the change of the leaves, the dying off. The dying off isn't really death; it's release. It's release. It's nurturing into the, the the, you know, the soil of your soul. To allow your body to integrate, slow down, receive, and be. So you can come through that into spring with a real sense of rest and nourishment let me know what you think of that let me know how that feels in your body and what you know what your mind is doing with that so maybe you feel in your body oh I love the coziness I love the blankets and the fire I love sitting reading a book with a cup of hot tea and then maybe some other part of you is like no the beach no the travel time the light So how do you play with that balance? How do you allow the balance to be and still lean into the change? And as you get used to allowing the balance to be and also getting into the change, what you'll notice is that that's how life works, right? So life and death are, you know, one on each side of the river, life and death. And there's, you know, um, there's the light and the dark, There's the, I hate these labels, but the good and the bad, right? There's all of these things that you can balance in your life, health and illness or dis-ease. The breath, the absence. So you release, hold the absence. So even if you try, let's take a breath together, we're gonna take a breath for a count of two and hold for two and then release for two and then hold. So release all your breath, inhale for two, hold the breath in the body, release for two, hold the absence of breath. Now go back to your normal breath, right? So these are all, that's how life is. It's it's too sad, it's like everything is, Absent and present, dark and light, yin and yang. So whatever this season feels like to you, good or bad, positive or negative, joy or sadness, you know, want or not want, whatever it is. I want you to take to just allow both all of those feelings to be present in the same space in your body. Allow them all to be present and accept that whatever is is and whatever will be will be because we can't shift what's coming right we can't shift the weather we can't shift the light we can't shift the change all those things but we can shift how we receive them shift how we hold them shift what we do with those things you know for me um when I go to trainings, I don't want to come home because I'm so held by this beautiful spirituality, and then home is like doing stuff, walking the dog, seeing everybody, making breakfast, blah, blah, blah. But also home is family, love, all those things. You know, and so it's that, that shift from one to the other. Traveling, you love to go away, but you have to pack. Then your vacation, your vacation you have to come home and you pack and... The shift of coming home to your your home instead of this beautiful hotel or whatever. There's all those shifts, but it's all part of life. So talk about acceptance with the people that you love. Talk about what it feels like to transition from phase of one phase of life to the other. I'm going to be 50, so I'm really working on what that transition feels like from the upward slope of growth to the downward slope, right? So, I'm, If I live to be 100, God willing, God knows, <laughs> I'm halfway there. So now I'm going downhill, right? I mean, I'm not actually, but I'm starting to let go, shed layers, my skin is changing, my ideas are changing. So it's hard, but we have to just roll with it. We, we can choose to roll with it, we can choose to fight it. So welcome autumn in any way that feels good to you. And I would suggest not doing it, kicking and streaming, because it's coming, right? Like what is it, winter is coming or whatever from Game of Thrones, right? It's coming. So just be open and come check out that workshop that we're doing and ease in a little more. And if you're far away, send me a message and I'll hook you up with some yoga nidra to just allow your body to release into the acceptance of change. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you'd like this, please go ahead and share the link.